Hello, everybody. <laughs> Howdy. Welcome to um hell. the first episode. Yes, welcome to hell. This is the first episode of our new podcast. It's called uh, Movie Ends, yeah. uh, Podcast Begins. You know we're not professionals when we like forgot our own title already. Yeah, I forgot the title pretty much. I mean, it only took us like 20 hours to come up with a title. 22 hours. Yeah, 22 hours. Then after that, mm. um, I got cold feet because I have to make everything perfect. Um, so then I had to change it. Because, oh. of course, not my fault, though. Not my fault. You just nothing's come ever up your fault thing. nothing's ever your fault you're right so anyway my name is uh wyatt and <clears> this <throat> here is my friend griffin howdy now, yes we both went to high school together and we're like we like movies so i figured maybe we should start a podcast but this is an idea we've had for um a long like, time i mean we had done before like a long time ago. Yeah, it was but, a um, podcast. It was a podcast called Analytical Cinema. Please don't look it up. I swear to God, if you look it up, gonna trace down your IP address and uh I don't know. I don't know. I we'll just leave it at that. I'm kidding. <laughs> you're gonna dox you're gonna dox all two of our viewers. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk trash about our only three viewers for like uh, digging up the the past. Back when we were like I don't know how old we were. We were like oh. seventeen, I think. <clears throat> I forget. Yeah, probably like sort of fresh out of high school, most likely, I think. Maybe that not time 17. period. I think maybe it was 19, something like that. But it was around the time um, when I really did start getting into movies. Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched a lot. Like, I watched a good bit when I was younger, but now I watch, like, just more movies. I, I just, I'm not a hipster or anything. I just like that non-mainstream stuff. You know, he watches, he watches art house films, everybody. You know, I'm pretty pretentious when, like, my favorite streaming service is uh, Criterion Channel. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I use it more than you, though. You, you do. I, I've just been busy with other stuff. Eh, but, uh, it's okay. It's okay. But it's you not... know what isn't on the Criterion Channel? Oh, yeah, what's what's this one fabled movie that's not on the Criterion uh, collection, Wyatt? What's this uh, movie? The movie that is not on the Criterion collection for some reason or another is um the movie we're going to talk about today. Uh Cannibal Holocaust made in uh, 1980. Um it's an Italian horror film. I don't know if I'd really call it a horror film. After watching it, I wouldn't call it horror. It was more of a hidden social commentary of a some sort. Commentary. I think it actually, like, it's, it's actual, not theme, but it's actual um, genre 
There's a very niche genre, I think, called cannibal films. Um, they appeared, I think, in like the 1980s or 70s. I think it was like the 1980s or 70s, and it was only Italian films, and it just featured really grotesque gore and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll probably won't get it. I probably would not get into any other movie like that because I kind of had trouble watching this movie. But uh, yeah. I really did. I'm just squaring in my goddamn chair like a worm. I was just like, <laughs> to be like, honest, I've seen yeah. Like no, I, you. I've probably seen worse, but like mm-hmm. you know, it's just something about the. I mean, we'll go into details to why it was like didn't sit well but uh want to talk about what the movie is about at least like <clears throat> short description we'll have yeah, to go short over description. The... yeah yeah the short description of what the movie's about and i guess i'll give a brief plot synopsis i suppose uh yeah like i said 1980s uh cannibal film made from italy it's directed by ruggero diodato i'm not sure yeah. if i if I said that correctly, but... I probably butchered more than you did. Yeah, but Ruggiero Diodato, um, probably the most famous, maybe one of the most infamous movies um, to ever exist, just because of the, um, just because of its content. I mean, really. it was so. I mean, it was, it was so controversial. He like didn't he like legitimately just got arrested for it <laughs> he did get arrested for it because of all the well let me let me explain first why, why. okay all right cool because i don't let know me... i just know he got arrested <laughs> yeah yeah so basically okay uh, the brief synopsis of this film like the like the most simplest way i could talk about is like this doctor, right? I don't remember if he's a doctor or he's is like he a, a prof- professor. He he was a professor. Yeah, professor. yeah, he was a professor. Yeah, this professor goes into the Amazon, right? Because this documentary crew went missing after they were tasked to go and research cannibal tribes, right? Um so basically this movie is divided into two halves, right? The first section is kind of about the professor like going into the Amazon and he has a kick at he has a kick ass uh, guide with him that I really love. <laughs> Gil or is it the other guy? I forget his name. Uh, b- both of them are cool, but the guy that <laughs> the guy that for some reason knew what he was talking about all the time, even though I feel like he was bullshitting most of what. Yeah, he was no, saying. he was. He was legitimately bullshitting the whole time. It's like, bro, you don't even know what you're doing. You were just winging it. <laughs> and he had his little helper with him, Miguel. Miguel! <laughs> Miguel the legend. The, the 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 man, the myth, the legend, Miguel from Cannibal Dude, Holocaust. This guy went up against... Did you see that one scene? Wait, the one scene, right? Where he went out into the field um, yeah, with... Like- um, yeah, when he went out into the field with his, like, uh, cannibal prisoner, he stripped naked, and he, like, yeah. he just stood there as everybody shot their little arrows at him. Yeah, they just landed at his feet. They're just, like, blowing all these freaking blow darts, like, a whole array of them, and, like, he's just standing there looking like a Giga Chad. 
And, the, <laughs> and then the, the goddamn captain is just like, oh, I'm I'm buying a, uh, a bottle of whiskey after this. I'm like, bro, you, you gotta give him more than that. It's just like, he's literally standing there, not only naked, but he's just like deflecting these projectiles from like the tribe. <laughs> he's a Chad. He should be this the captain man, now. Should be this should man. Be a promotion. This man did not flinch at all. No, um, no, he did not. But uh, uh, I think we digressed go. a bit. It, are we still kind of talking about like yeah, what happened? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're still in the first half, right? <laughs> yeah, the first half of the film, right? Like I said, the film is divided into two halves. The first half is kind of. The professor and his little and the Scooby gang uh, join up <laughs> and try to they try to look for um the lost documentary team. Um and the second half of the film is um probably the part of the film that everyone talks about really. Yeah. Um the found the found footage documentary style <laughs> shit that revealed what happened to the documentary team and i'll tell you what griffin it's not good it's not good at all yikes it's a big yikes with a capital y more like the whole words capitalized because jesus christ i'm just we'll get into it but holy shit (laughs) yeah pretty much do you do you want to talk about the uh talk about the infamous animal killings griffin please tell me all right well so like throughout the movie you they'll just show like people skinning animals right and you'll watch it and you're like wow that looks realistic yeah I, i wonder how they do the effects um those were actual animal killings believe it or not (laughs) I was just like, I remember I read that fact like before I watched this movie and I'm just sitting in my chair. I'm like, what the hell is this shit? Like, they're like going, they're just going at it. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God. Never that scene, never that scene. They're just like dissecting a sea turtle. Like, <laughs> I think it was the documentary crew or. Yeah, the documentary the, crew. Yeah, they're like. They're like dissecting a sea turtle for like for a meal or something. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, why? Like, you know, I could have done something better with my like hour and a half, but no, I gotta go sit on my scrawny ass in my recliner watching like these people dissect an actual sea turtle or some turtle. I don't can't be a sea turtle because you know they're not in the goddamn ocean. But like, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, what the what the hell is this? <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't very pretty, but no. um yeah, I think it was the documentary crew that um were the ones that killed the turtle. But it it was kind of awkward, right? I I think that's the most famous scene in the film. Um because the cut is so long and extensive and they don't pull it they don't pull away to, away the camera at all. No. So it no, just they... leaves you. It, it just leaves you sitting there, like, what the hell? I'm done with this. I don't. Around... I don't feel too well. Oh no, there. Are... That wasn't the only other scene that made me like question me watching this movie. It's just mm-hmm. like they'll just have really drawn out scenes of like 
people getting like mutilated and stuff like they're really drawn out and i'm yeah. just never never the scene with the guy in the stone dildo i didn't like <laughs> that scene i i don't <laughs> i don't really know what to think about that because that was like some sort of ritual or something and i think i remember yeah. the guide was like if he doesn't do this to this girl oh, he's he gonna be... get killed by the rest of this the rest of his tribe Y'all, I'm I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I'm hoping my family doesn't walk in me watching this because I'm just having my door unlocked. I'm just don't want <laughs> I don't want them randomly pop in my room and be like, "Hey, son, what you watching?" And they just see that, like, yeah. I don't know how I, I feel. I've explained this movie to multiple people, and all of them were concerned with with what I was watching. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty concerned too. Yeah, I'm concerned. <laughs> I, you know what I was most concerned with? I was watching it, but I felt like it didn't affect me that much. Oh Is that bad? God. Oh no. I've oh, seen no. like so much rotten, dirty shit on the internet. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. That I just don't. I just it just didn't affect me that that much. It was still upsetting, but I didn't like. Yeah. Squirm like you. I, I I probably seen something along the same level, probably even more horrifying than that. But like, I think it's just the whole like they showed too much of it. If that mm -hmm. makes sense, it just kind of went on for a long, long time. Like we're talking like two or three minutes. Mm -hmm. And this isn't the only other scene they just went on for like minutes on end. No, they're even at the end, I'm pretty sure didn't they didn't they like castrate some dude? I forget. Like they're I'm like I think they did it to one of the documentary dudes. Oh my god. Sure. I think it was the blonde dude, the, the, the dude with like the the eighties stash. <laughs> like like he he looks like he looks like that guy from this music video from like the mid two thousands, and he, he he like mouthed the words like "what the f" or something like that. <laughs> I I'll I'll probably show you the gif after this recording, but like I forget the band. I forget I forget like what band it was, but he looks like that. He's like they have the same like hair style and same hair color and the stash and all. You can tell this movie was made in the 1980s. Oh my god, yeah. I I knew I knew I was getting into something when the movie opened up with like Grindhouse Presents or something like that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, buddy." <laughs> I did want to point out kind of the extent of how many animals were killed in the oh making my. of this film, oh right? My god, yeah. Um uh, not like not a large not like a super large amount like 20 plus but still enough to make me uncomfortable um i think it was around like seven so i got a list here right oh, okay. so yeah the first animal killed in this movie was i'm not really sure what it's called a cody but they mistake it for a muskrat you remember at the start of the film where i think the guide y yes like, or was miguel like stuck that miguel. shit inside that rat you c i think to me that was probably the worst animal killing because oh, that was oh because the camera kept on it for so long and you could like you could see you could like 
physically see the life leaving this animal's body. <laughs> oh my... Yeah, I remember that. I'm just like... I know that was probably one of the first killing, animal killings in that movie. I'm just like, oh no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it was not pretty. Um, and second, you know, they kill the they kill the turtle. I think they call... I think it was a yellow bellied turtle or something it was some sort of turtle i, I didn't look up exactly yeah, I, I don't know much about turtles yeah it was a long it was a big turtle though like jesus oh it was a huge turtle just like <laughs> damn at least they decided to decapitate it first yeah right at least yeah, they did that I, I guess but like still <laughs> yeah so they killed I think a couple of tarantulas or something. They killed like a snake, a boa constrictor. Um, here's a here's a fun fact. So you remember the um, the scene where they like decapitate the monkey? You oh my that? god! Yeah, I remember the monkey. Yeah, this is probably my least favorite. <laughs> I remember the monkey. Uh, this is probably my least favorite fact I learned from this film. Okay, but. They had they but they decapitated a monkey, realized they weren't filming, and then got a second monkey and did that take. It was horrid. It's That's horrid. Horrible. I love monkeys. <laughs> uh, so it's. I don't mean to laugh, but it's just like it's uncomfortable. It's just such a morbid fact that like. You can't help but like try to laugh it off, but then it'll just like linger in your subconscious, and you're like. And you're like wondering, like, why they, why they do this for like a movie? Like, this was just for a movie. <laughs> I don't just... know. I think oh. I'll tr- I'll try to get into why I think he made it like that exactly. Um, but before that, I do want to talk about um, the last animal that I think was killed was that pig. Remember the pig? I might have. I might have remembered the pig. They shot a pig in the head. You don't remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember now. Oh, yeah, no. They... I remember now. For some reason, they just decide to take a pig and shoot it in the head. And here's the funny fact I learned about this, right? So, mm-hmm. I think... I can't remember what... One of the actors, I think, built a friendship with the pig. <laughs> I think no! it was the I, I think it was the blonde dude with the stash you were talking about. I, yeah, uh, and they were like in the airplane together, flying to the Amazon. No, <laughs> and they were like they became friends, and then the director was like, "Okay, kill it." Okay. <laughs> oh, and he couldn't, he couldn't do it, so someone else did it, and then he cried. <laughs> it was horrible. Oh my god. What? I think mo- multiple people were very uncomfortable with the making of this film. I mean, um, yeah. Just, like, talking about it just makes me... I'm just, like, surprised this it was just made that way. Like, you know, it's not the only movie about cannibalism and, and stuff like that, but, like, it's just the, the way they went on with it. It's just like, damn. Why? Yeah. I think that's kind of... I think the whole the whole main attraction, obviously, to this film is that yeah, it's very sensational, right? It kind of like plays up a bunch of it plays it plays up all the gruesome aspects because he knew it was going to get attention, right? I mean, and that it did. 
That it did. <laughs> it did get a lot of attention. Um, so this movie was, I think, um, upon release, uh, banned in multiple countries, like immediately. Oh, um, yeah. Um, I do have a list. Let me let me bring it up. I think. Ooh, the oh yeah. List. A couple of films, not as many. I mean, a couple of countries. So I think upon release, it was banned in Australia, the United States, the United Kingdom, Norway, Finland, Iceland, New Zealand, and Singapore, and many others. Um, there's just too many to really count. I mean, I can see why. <laughs> mm-hmm. Obviously, um, I think it got re-released though in the United States and New Zealand after they had to do a couple of cuts. Um, Wow. Yeah. But really, it's kind of like... It's just something about banned films. They just interest me. I think... It's interesting. I think, like, if... I think the problem with banned movies, though, is that Mm -hmm. it's just going to get even more, like, traction because people are just like, oh, that movie's banned? I'm going to go try to watch it. I want to see why it's banned. Something like that. You know, mm-hmm. like it, I feel like banned is just giving that opposite effect that you wanted. So like, mm-hmm. you know, like people are going to find a way to watch it. I, I would mean, like to say, no, you continue. Oh no, no. I'm, I think I was done with my thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, I would like to say that it was a lot, um, probably harder to locate banned films in the 1980s and 90s i mean yeah that is true but i mean like nowadays you know we have like the internet we we have means we have memes we got yeah yeah, no yeah we have memes no we have the means (laughs) we have the means to look at the memes oh I'm but, sorry. Um, no, no, you're. It's okay. I I say some weird stuff too, or all the time. All the but, time. But uh, let's get. You want to talk about the uh the the documentary team, or like uh, yeah. the characters in general? Because so, I mean, we the did documentary talk... team. We did talk about a couple. We did characters. talk about a couple. Yeah, I, I guess no, I can like... go into that a little bit. Um. The documentary team isn't really as characters. They aren't really. None of the characters in this movie are really fleshed out. No. Or, or anything no. like that. Um, the I... only thing this movie really tries to expand upon is how the how humanity um, sucks. Basically. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we do a. Uh live in a society but uh <laughs> you get what you fucking deserve <laughs> hey Murray <laughs> hey you want you want to hear another joke <laughs> uh, can we review Joker one day <laughs> um yeah no, you're never you're yeah. never gonna rewatch you don't want to no it. I'll rewatch it but people are gonna hate my opinion on it <laughs> They're gonna um, just like they're just gonna drag me to the streets. And it's just gonna be I'm like literally gonna sit in my house and then like I'm gonna look out my window and I'm just gonna see like a distant glowing glowing light of like orange and then it turns out it's just like an angry mob of torches just because 
you know, I'm not really fond of Joker 2019. I mean, well, Joaquin Phoenix uh, really deserved that Oscar, but other than that, I, I just didn't think it was a great movie. But uh, on Griffin, <laughs> but I digress. A lot of a lot of people were not fans of Joker, just like how a lot of people were not fans of the movie we're meant to talk about. Oh wow! <laughs> I mean, I'm joking. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, forever's listening. I mean, we're gonna get sidetracked. So, uh. listen, if you if you have a if you have a problem with um us going on tangents, you can leave. <laughs> oh, there's a door. Uh, there's the exit mm. sign, and that's just me pointing to the direction where you can uh uh rightfully leave and never come back. Or if you wanna, you know, you could come back. You know, uh, I maybe can give you a little hug and. Give you a little cocoa, you know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we got cookies. We got. Cookies. We got. I, I'm. I'm. I'm not trying to be the creepy uncle right now. Right. Just... <laughs> but yes, the but, um the documentary team. Yeah, but like I feel like the problem with me for like for like in this movie is just like the the documentary team were just too much. Just they're just assholes. Just like. All the way, they weren't even fleshed out assholes. They're just like, hey, let's go, like, you know, let's go do bad stuff to the tribe because they don't live in a civilized community or something like that. And then, like, they just, like, they just, they just felt cartoonish to me. Like, you know, like, I just didn't really care for them. I'm just sitting here and it's just like this sideshow of, like, them being assholes every scene. And, like, I get it. You know, they're trying to drive the point, you know, like the societal like themes and stuff, if you want to put it that way. But it's just, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of how the characters were portrayed. I did, I mean, I kind of did like the, just like the thoughts of like the professor and stuff when he's just like, you know, talking about the documentary team. He's probably one of the better characters mm. out of that movie, just because he really... I wouldn't say he was, like, fleshed out or complex, but at least he felt different compared to the other characters. Mm-hmm. He had it, a moral compass. He really did, because it was not only the documentary, but it was also, like, the executives. They're just like, yeah, let's just, let's just film it. It's like, I remember that <laughs> one, like... I forget the lady's name. She's just like, hey, why don't we just, like, release it? And the professor's like, are you, are you dumb? Like, he's like, like, you have not seen the horrors I've witnessed. Like, literally, you're talking to, and I'm going to assume he's like an anthropologist professor, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, like, I get it. You're, you know, you're a big TV bigwig. You got to have a good, you got to have a good show. I, I get you. But like, honey, like. He's literally telling you, like, don't watch the tapes. <laughs> Man, that ending, though, with the tapes, but... uh, <laughs> It's like, we gotta burn it. We Let's gotta... burn this. <laughs> Please. But, yeah, but, like, that was one... That's, like, one of my least favorite things about the movie. It's just, we're the characters. They're kind of just insufferable. I disagree with you. Oh. Because I think that is really the whole main point of the film <laughs> yeah no i i do get uh, the main point i just kind of thought i don't know how you can do it better probably mm-hmm. like i probably shot myself in the foot 
by saying that, but um, I feel like if they kind of like fixed it a bit, I probably would like that a- aspect more. But you know, well, what would they fix? What is there to fix, really? I mean, you want to give them more. You want to give them more characterization. This movie is the movie is really only exists, I think, to um get across the <laughs> only the message that it's trying to give. Really, yeah, and, like the well, multiple that's trying to to get across. I'm not in. I'm not watching this movie for the characters. Oh yeah, you know? no, yeah, that's true. It's just like I feel like sometimes. You just had to be subtle with your, with like what you're delivering, I guess, because I don't think it was just too subtle. I think it was just kind of in your face. I think that was my problem, was it was uh, just uh-huh. too in my face. But, but at the same me. time, yeah, that I get you. But at the same time, I think that's this movie's biggest strength, right? Yeah, and it's just it's just so in your face and unapologetic that of course, if it if it held back at all. Then no one would be talking about this movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. I got you. Yeah, and it, and it has because of that. You know, it has like this big cult following. Um, I don't know who the cult following is. I don't want to be. I don't want to be involved with them. I don't want to be in the Cannibal Holocaust cult. <laughs> but, I mean, they're not going to eat people. They're just going to worship the movie every day, and I don't want that. Yeah. Imagine people coming together and watching this movie for fun. Oh my god! I mean, I I can name like five other movies that are just just had dumber cult followings where people just meet up and watch it. <laughs> I'm not clearing the room because that's a mainstream choice. Yeah, the <laughs> room is mainstream these days. I mean, yeah. Do you ever just like just speaking of the room? Do you ever, do you ever like look at like Tom Wiseau's like Twitter? Like all his Twitter <laughs> posts, it's like. Hi, uh, go buy room merchandise. <laughs> and it's just like it's just like you buy Blu-ray and uh, Time was so labeled uh, underwear. It's like no, Tommy, I don't. <laughs> I don't yeah, want I your. <laughs> I don't want your goddamn underwear. I just, I just like I like your movie, but stop like shelling it out. It's been released since two thousand three, buddy. I didn't even know Tommy had a Twitter. <laughs> But I'm yeah. gonna look it up after this. Now that I've know. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, um. Yeah. But now going back to the movie, what I did. So I did kind of like the ending, though. Even though mm-hmm. I feel like it could have been. Maybe at maybe they add a little bit more to it instead of like just mm-hmm. like text. But I did like the final line where the professor's just like, "Who's the real cannibals?" or something like that. And he just like walks out. It's like I was just like, "Damn!" I feel like we're disagreeing a lot. I hated that line. <laughs> I didn't yeah. like. I didn't like it at all because I hate when movies do that. I hate when movies like actively express to me like what they're trying to tell me. Yeah, right? that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. You, you already showed me all this disgusting shit with the but... with the documentary team, right? It's kind of like at the end of. The end of Psycho, where they, where the cop explains for like twenty minutes why Norman Bates is in love with he's, his mother, or obsessed with his mother. He is indeed a psycho. He is indeed a psychopath. Like I didn't need you to tell me that. It's like, but I don't know. That's just a small thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm basically saying that line for like referring to like the people who made this movie. 
<laughs> yeah. There are some things like it's funny because this movie is kind of hypocritical in a way, right? Yeah. Because this movie is trying to showcase like, oh, all humans are savagery and I think all humans are savage in one way or another, savage versus uh, civilized versus uncivilized societies. We all are uncivilized and civilized in certain aspects. And another big part of, and another big theme of this movie is um, sensationalism through media, right? Yeah. Um, I think, and I think, um, what the hell is his name? I'm going to botch his name again. Diodato, right? Yeah. I think a main um, reason he made this film is to showcase, I, I think he was like upset I can't remember exactly um, what the media was covering, but he was upset with like the news media covering of like some terrorism attack or like some terrorism brigade or something that was going on. Mm. And he was like, he was like the news is sensationalizing everything and they're hyping up all this violence. I got to say something about this. Um, and then, but, it, and he's trying to like say how that's wrong. Right. But at yeah. the same time, he then makes a movie like this. <laughs> that That's that is just all sensational and all like screwed up, right? Yeah. It's it's I don't know. Kind of just it, it doesn't really add much. I would say he gives his the, he gets his theme across, but I don't know if he's really if the theme. I don't know if this movie if the message is going to really make any sort of impact on people because well, of that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I think I read, like, a quick, like, Wikipedia page on him, and apparently he helped make a game, a video game, maybe, like, a year or two ago that's basically Cannibal Holocaust, but, like, I mean, it has, like, a different title. I gotta find it later. Yes, I was gonna. That's just so, like, all right, man. All right, buddy. (laughs) I was gonna talk about that, right? Because I'm so yeah, I have that in my notes because I thought that was ridiculous. It was like, this guy's helping with this video game sequel. Obviously, this guy, this guy no longer cares about the themes. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live off um, the the uh, the infamy that this movie has garnered, right? Just, just like Tommy So in the room, exactly. So the video game sequel is called uh, Borneo: A Jungle Nightmare. Oh, maybe you know if, if we're successful, let's uh let's uh make a let's play channel and help be one of the games. Oh God! God no! Make please it, uh, no! Get us please. demonetized on YouTube. Yeah, actually, though, yeah, that's just like even one second of it. It's like all right, <laughs> your your account's shut down. <laughs> The movie, the um, video game is coming out sometime this year, 2021. Oh, great. Can't I wait. Can't wait. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I don't want, I don't want to play it. <laughs> I have no interest in playing it. Um, what do you think of the acting in this film? Oh my God. I, I remember. Okay. So like, um, mm, uh, not the greatest. I not mean, the greatest. I mean, did you? I found like a f- wait. I had in my notes too. They, they, they like. I think for like two of like the di- the 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 two of the people on the documentary team in the movie, they were just like they were still in acting school. <laughs> they were still in acting school. The reason why is because I think 
Um, they, they needed like two yeah. Italian people, right, for it to like be released in Italy. Yeah, so they're reason. they're just like, yeah, let's just go like grab people from grab somebody from an acting college, acting school, whatever. I'm just I'm reading this and I'm like that literally explains a lot of things. <laughs> May I also mention, and this is a very fun fact, okay. that um, Robert Kerman, the guy that played the professor, was previously an adult film store. Oh, yes. okay. Before becoming, before breaking into the Italian film industry, he appeared in very well-known movies such as Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the uh, 80s version of Alexis, Texas? probably probably <laughs> jesus christ um but clearly we clearly the acting skills on this um in this film is not the greatest i did notice there were some dubbed in lines did you notice that yes i i wanted to like talk about that make sure i wasn't going crazy because <laughs> oh, obviously yeah. um there are they were definitely dubbed in like I you know back in the day I watched a lot of anime dubs. I know when I know when voices don't sync up with the mouth flaps. I can tell with this one. I'm just an expert. For some reason I've only noticed this with Italian films oh, that no, I've they, watched. They had like the wor- they had like the worst like dubbing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many Italian films you've seen, but I've seen a lot of Not giallo a lot. horror. See a lot of giallo horror. The only one I've seen was uh, Suspiria. Suspiria. Um, There's definitely dubbing in that movie. Yeah, there too. was. I remember. The, I remember some of the dubbing. Yeah, we need to do some episodes on. Um, I forget the director's name. For wow, I can't believe him. Dario Argento. Oh yeah, name. yeah. That that yeah. I was like, wait, is that the name? Yeah, I I thought that name too, but I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, Dario Argento. I really want to do some um, giallo horror films because those are cool. Suspiria is a great film. Oh, it is. It's fantastic. Mm, I'm try- but I do have some more fun facts about this film that interested me, to be honest. My favorite one probably being that in 1980, it was the second highest grossing film in Japan. Oh my god. Did, did you know this? No, I did not know this. It it grossed 21 million dollars. Oh my god. Because why not? Come on, Japan. Why I, not? Where's the manga adaptation? Please don't. Where's the manga adaptation? <laughs> where's the anime? <laughs> it was uh, only um beaten out by um ET. Oh my Oh, uh, well I kind of hope it was being out by E.T. <laughs> if you anything. Know, I you never know. watched E.T. You never watched E.T.? No. Okay, uh, yeah. All 23 years on this earth, I've never seen E.T. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a lot of years. That's a, that's another episode we could do, because it's yeah. been so long, I really yeah. can't. Oh, I really yeah. can't remember. Which makes for a good discussion. <laughs> it does make for a good discussion. I think the best discussions come from movies that we just didn't um, watch. We just haven't watched. Um, but I f- I can't believe we haven't talked about this yet. But 
the director, right? He got arrested. <laughs> like, oh, like, okay. We're finally going back to that. <laughs> yes. Like, um, immediately upon the release of this film, he got arrested because um, the Italian... Um, the Italian police or whoever thought that this was a snuff film, right? I mean, I don't blame them. <laughs> like there were, there were, um, there were so many scenes with like people, like y you remember the scene with the, uh, girl with like the piece of wood sticking out of her mouth. Like she got I... impaled through her whole body. Unfortunately. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> it's because of scenes like that. This dude's like, you must, did you kill people on camera? <laughs> like the police were like, "Did you do this? I don't think this is okay." <laughs> so they arrested him immediately, um, and to prove his innocence, he had to get like all of these people, all the actors in court, um, talking about how they made the movie, and they got the um, the woman that did the bice that did the um, that did like the impalement scene right to show how she did the uh the effect yeah um i think it was like she had to sit on a bicycle seat and hold a piece of balls balsa in her mouth or something like that okay. it, was it was crazy something mm. like that um but because of that he was um let go of all charges even though i do think this guy is seriously fucked up um yeah. and maybe he should be in prison yeah and i really if he has other stuff to watch, I don't want to watch it now. <laughs> oh, he's made more cannibal films. Great. Uh, Great. You know, I, I'll say this. Ellie's, this movie, it's a slight, it was slightly better than Green Inferno. Have you ever watched Green Inferno? Isn't that like the unofficial sequel? No, it's like, um, it's like an Eli Roth movie. The, the dude who did like Hostel. Oh. Oh, like, Eli Roth. Yeah. Oh, that movie was so bad. It was just, it's just bad. I watched it and like, it's so bad. <laughs> I haven't seen much of Eli Roth. Um, Good. Nor do I really want to. No, to be perfectly honest. Nah, his movies are pretty poopy. Um, <laughs> good thing about Diodato is that he seems to have some remorse for. Uh, making this film um he has gone on the record of saying maybe i should not have killed all those animals <laughs> he, he is he is on the record saying i'm a bit ashamed of myself <laughs> guys i don't think that was such a good idea <laughs> yeah i'm not sure maybe maybe i should take this back um i mean i don't think you can take it back <laughs> yeah, it's it's too late um what i did want to bring up though is um, probably in my opinion, the most, um, interesting thing about this film is the legacy it created with, um, found footage films. Oh, right? yeah. Like, this movie is kind of like the, the, the grandfather, the great grandfather of all found footage films. It's like the first example of it. Um, and in spot, like, did you know that? Yeah, not like... I, I knew it had to be one of the first found footage, but, like, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know, like, the impact of it, you know? 
Yeah, like this whole yeah, it, it had to have had an impact because the whole second half of the film is obviously where the movie gets all of its fame because it just feels so real. Um so real that this dude went to prison. <laughs> well, this dude mm-hmm. went to court. Um but it um inspired movies like uh The Blair Witch Project, which have you seen? Uh only like bits and pieces though. I'm sure you you've heard of it though. Oh yeah, I I know the movie. Like I know how it ends. I just only seen like bits and pieces. Yeah. Um The Blair Witch Project um rec1 and rec2 i think rec record oh Oh, yeah yeah stuff like that inspired stuff like that so i'm just interested that part just interests me the fact that um it's branched off that the making of this movie helped branch this whole entire new subgenre of film that is kind of outdone these days yeah I blame like I blame all those uh paranormal activity movies. They're just like literally the same movie but with a different skin on them. I've only seen one paranormal activity. I and then one's enough. I have no interest in seeing in seeing any more. Good <laughs> because the sequels range from like okay to like pretty poopy. Eh, I mean, I don't know. But what you okay, question for you. What is a better movie? Um, wait, what's the worst paranormal activity? Uh, probably the fourth one, because I barely remember it. Okay, what's the worst, what's the worst movie? Cannibal Holocaust or Paranormal Activity 4? Probably Paranormal Activity 4 is the worst one. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I, I don't know, like, if I would, like, I felt disgusted watching Cannibal Holocaust, but at least it, had something mm-hmm. to say uh, as opposed to Paranormal Activity 4 because mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity 4 was just there to make money. <laughs> yeah. I respect movies that at least have something to say. It know? had something to say. You know, like, even it, though I feel like they could execute a little bit more with mm-hmm. like a little better and, you know, not kill animals. Uh, yeah. You know. I was fully expecting going into this movie, kind of just expecting blood and gore, and that was it. So yeah. I was surprised to see that they were actually trying to say something with it. Um, you know? Yeah, I totally get you. Uh, but overall, I think I don't know. Maybe I got a bit hyped. Maybe this movie got a bit hyped up for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's still, it is very, 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 very violent and disgusting. But maybe the internet has just made me numb. I don't know what to say. I'm a bit concerned. Thanks, internet. Yeah. Thanks, internet. Jesus Christ. Um. You have anything else you want to say about Cannibal mm-hmm. Holocaust, Griffin? Uh Really, I think we covered all the points of it. So tell me, what's your official rating for this film? So, originally gave 1.5 out of 5 on Letterboxd. Mm-hmm. I might just bump it to 2. <laughs> 2, Why? 2.5. I think, I think, like, after thinking about it a bit, I don't know, like, it's not, it's not as bad as other movies mm-hmm. like that, but I still think it's pretty, eh. 
but like it's not like awful Mm -hmm. but you know yeah i don't think this movie is bad i don't think it's bad um it's it's i think it succeeds in saying what it's wanting to say yeah um which i don't think i can say it and i think they did it in an effective way even though it was um horrible how it was done (laughs) yeah um so i have to commend the movie for that um really i have to commend the movie for that um as for my rating i don't know maybe a five or a six out of ten something like that maybe leaning more towards a six because fives i just think is like neutral I'm only leaning towards yeah. a six because I respect the message that it's trying to. Yeah, um, I'm more. Yeah, I'm possibly like a five out of ten, possibly. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Well, um, nothing else. You think? No. Think we're good? Think I think I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was the first episode of our new podcast. I hope you had fun making it with me, Griffin. Oh, blast! It's a uh fun time uh hope to do a lot more (laughs) you sound very genuine (laughs) i am genuine (laughs) um so i'm not sure what our next movie is going to be on um all i know is i like talking about movies and you like talking about movies so that's really the only reason this podcast exists the only thing i like in my little bleak life (laughs) (laughs) exactly movies do provide a very good means of escapism even if the escapism and memes even if the escapism involves the brutal killing of multiple animals except Mm. it wasn't escapism because it was real (laughs) god damn it okay so I think that'll be it for us Uh, thank you to Whoever watched, if anybody watched, um, and we will see you again whenever we see you. See you, folks. Bye-bye.